Welcome back to the Talking Sports Podcast, hosted by Peter DiBiase and John Rockwell-Trumpor, right here on YouTube, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. Guys, it is another edition of the Talking Sports Podcast, and we will be breaking down in this episode, and for the first time ever, uh, we're breaking down the Premier League. The Premier League starts in about a little over a week, and we'll be breaking it down, giving you guys our standing predictions, who we think is going to win the Premier League, who we think is going to qualify for the Champions League, and all that stuff in between. This is our second ever soccer soccer video. We did a Champions League video when the championship happened, or the championship Champions League championship video between Real Madrid and Liverpool, and it was fun, and you guys enjoyed that, so we appreciate that. But, Jer, before we get into today's content, and I know people should be following us on social media, but not everyone always follows us on social media, but where can everyone follow us? Yeah, guys. On social media, Instagram and Twitter, uh, at Talking Sports PD. Uh, we do posts, we do polls. Um, just get more interaction uh, with our listeners. And then, of course, please, if you're watching this, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Yes, please so, subscribe. Yeah. So, again, at Talking Sports PD on Instagram and Twitter. And, guys, we appreciate all the views we got in the last one. Chris Kalk, if you missed that, it's a, we broke down the the craziness and the realignment of college football. So if you guys want to, if you missed that, you want to check that out, please do. It was a great episode. And we appreciate all the support on that episode. But yeah, if you do want to subscribe, subscribe. We'll appreciate it. Road to 2K is getting there faster than we ever thought. So much appreciated. But without further ado, we don't want to drag this on. We're going to be breaking down. We're going to go from 20 to 1 as we break down the Premier League standings of 2022-2023. And then we'll each crown our Premier League champions going into the season. Jer. We're going to get the bat rolling with you, as we always do. 20th in the Premier League. Who do you got? So coming in last and getting demoted, um, I have Bournemouth, AFC Bournemouth. Uh, They came in second in the Championship League uh, last year. So they they have really good young talent. Uh, Dominic Solanke, uh, he put up 29 goals last year. And then Jaden Anthony, he's only 21, uh, eight goals, six assists. Um, and they really have no one leaving uh, the club uh, after this year on whether it's a loan or um, like they sold them. Uh, but they also have Joe Rothwell, uh, a center midi, uh, who's he's he's like a playmaker. Um, he'll set other people up. He had ten assists uh, last year, and he's only I mean he's twenty seven, so he's starting in his prime. But other than that, I feel like this team hasn't really um, I mean, two out of the three uh, championship uh, teams usually get demoted. And when looking at this team, I just don't see them able to get to just to stay in the prem uh, this year. I think they're getting, they might get beat up a little bit. Um, So yeah, I have to put Bournemouth at 20th and come to the last. I'm going to agree with you there. I got Bournemouth coming in at 20. Obviously, I don't want to repeat what you're saying, but like my like down my notes, key player, Dominic Solanke. But like you're coming up from obviously the championship. It's obviously a step up. It's the championship. Mm-hmm. And like you said, usually two out of three teams on average or whatever the number is gets brought back to the championship. league. And look, it's going to be a battle. And then there's obviously a path for them. They have a couple of nice players, but it's not like they brought in anybody. And it's tough to, but it's not like they brought in anybody that obviously pops off the board to you. All that stuff. I wrote Joe Rotto, Blackburn, and then Ryan Fredericks from West Ham. But they're both free additions. They weren't. Like, they didn't cost them any yeah. money. So obviously they weren't 
spending money and they probably don't have the financial means to spend money. But look, they're going to be competitive. It's always tough to, in the Prem, but there's going to be a path for them. But at this point, AFC Bournemouth, in my opinion, like I said, like just doesn't doesn't move the needle for me. I would it'd be interesting. It's always a cool story. Like it'd be very cool if three teams from the championship got stayed and three teams from the Prem, like that were originally in the Prem, got demoted. But it doesn't always happen. So AFC Bournemouth, I think we both agree at 20th, go back to the championship league. We'll see them again in a couple of years. Jarrah, a 19. Who do you have a 19? And obviously, obviously, if you guys don't know, 18, 19, and 20, like Jarrah said, get relegated back to the championship. So who's this, another team that's getting back to the champion championship? Um, so at 19, uh, I have Fulham. Uh, a lot of people might think they might, this year might be their year that they stay in the prem. They've been a team that's been flip-flopping for like three or four years now. And yeah, so they came in first in the championship league. And Alexander Mitrovic, he just broke, I think, the goal record uh, for the year with 43 goals in the championship league. And you might say, wow, like this guy's going to go off uh, next year in the Prem. And, you know, he's he's always been really good in the championship league. And then when he comes to the Prem, he just just stinks. He scored three goals in the Prem in 20, uh, 2020, the 21 season. And then he went to his 43 goals. So, I mean, the Prem's just a different game than the Championship League. So I just don't see him. I could see him maybe averaging like getting 12, 15 goals, which is really good. But I, I don't see him taking over like he did in the Championship League. And I feel like for Fulham, that's what they need um, out of their star player. And they, they've only – they lost Nico Williams um, and they lost, you know, Andre Zambos was a key uh, midi for them. And I see the guys coming in, like Hayo, Paulina. I mean, he's I a good player. That. Yeah. And then Andrea Piero from Man U. Uh, they're good players. I just don't see them they, – they spent some money, but I just don't see them – they didn't spend enough to really – assert the team as much as the you know, Fulham fans probably would have liked. Before I go to my 19th, I'm going to address the elephant in the room. We're both wearing Leicester City jerseys. We forgot to mention this, Jarrah, and we're both yeah. Leicester City fans, so we support Leicester City. I got Jarrah has a Wesley Fofana jersey on. I got a Jamie Vardy. So we're Leicester City fans, so it's something different than most people. We're not Man U, Arsenal, all that fun stuff. Just so people wondering why we're wearing Leicester City jerseys. Obviously, we're Leicester City fans. But me at 19, I'm going to disagree. I don't got Fulham at 19. And that's the fun of this. We don't always want to agree because then we're just, what's the point of the episode? I have a team that's not a former championship team from this past year. And that is Leeds at 19. And I've never been high on Leeds. I think they were, they almost got relegated last year. They finished 17th. They finished three points ahead of Burnley. So it wasn't like they were like really safe throughout the whole year. And they were nothing special. And the two reasons that I think Leeds gets relegated back to the championship and finished 19th. And the two reasons are two players. They lost Calvin Phillips to Man City, and he cost Man City $42 million. And then Ralphina to Barcelona for $49 million. So those are the two guys they lose. And then those are your two of your two of your best players. Like I still have a key player, Elon Messler, but like based off the research and all that stuff, and I probably butchered the heck out of that name, I think Calvin Phillips and Rafina, if Barcelona and Man City are interested in your top players, obviously they're incredible players. Those are big, big shoes to fill. And they brought in some nice players. They brought in Brendan 
Aronson from RB Salzburg. And they brought another one, Rasmus Christensen, probably butchered that name, from RB Salzburg. But I think Leeds, one, were basically at the point of relegation last year. You, you were safe by three points. Then you lose your two best players. What makes you think they stay again? I think 19 leads with the two losses. And we know American coaches, and we want to support American coaches. We're both, obviously, United States. We're, like, from New York. But we want to support American coaches. But American coaches don't have a good history in the Prem. Like, they just don't have a good history. And they usually scapegoat kind of coaches. Leeds has the only American current coach in the Prem. So, at 19, I got Leeds losing the two best players going back to the championship. Jared, 18, what do we got? So at 18, uh, I have a team that did really well in the beginning and then just struggled at the end. And that is Southampton. Uh, my big thing with Southampton is just I don't see how they, they don't really get too many goals. I mean, I was looking at their player stats. I mean, James Ward-Prowse, really a high potential a young midfielder. He's 26. He scored 10 goals. and He was leading the team by wide margin. They had no one really scoring above eight goals uh, besides him. Uh, he had 10 goals, five assists. I just don't, they just, to me, they don't put enough points on the board to really stay in the Premier League. Um, they did really well in the beginning of the year last year. Towards the end, you saw them struggle. And I think the struggle is going to continue at the beginning of this year. Um, and I just don't see them making out of it, making it out of the, making it into the Prem next year or staying in. So just to full closure, Jarrah's three teams that he thinks are getting relegated. Um, they're Southampton at 18, Fulham at 19, and then AC Bournemouth at 20. So my third and final team that are going to go along with Leeds and AC Bournemouth is Nottingham Forest yeah. at 18. And obviously that's Leicester's rival. It'd be kind of cool if they stayed stuck around for a year or two. Just to obviously it builds more of a rivalry when they're you play them multiple times a year. But they lose uh, a couple of players. They lose Br- Bryce Samba, and they also lose Jaden Richardson. And they brought in a couple of nice players. Um, Tayo Anua from Union Berlin, Nico Williams from Liverpool. I've just, one, maybe it's just because we're not supposed to like uh, Nottingham Forest. I got nothing like, nothing like egregious against them. But it's it's one of those another teams from the championship. And look, Jar had two teams from the championship, right? I'm gonna have two teams from the championship get relegated back. I think it's Nottingham Forest. They were very they were in a cool, exciting st- uh, story last year, but they didn't finish top two in their league, so they had to win that tournament and that play in to get into the prem. I think they just just miss out on staying in the prem for another year. And they did bring in Jesse Lingard, the man you. Um, signing and he had a huge potential from his career at Manu in his first couple of years because I always I knew people always talked about him but I obviously never got onto the starting eleven and never was contributing enough to obviously stick around for Manu. They brought in Dean Henderson that could be their potential goal, so they brought in some nice pieces, but I think their roster as a whole was not there yet. And I think Man not Manu was looking at Manu Nottingham Forest at this point gets back to the championship. And has to suffer another year. And I would love to see them just to stick around in the Prem to create a more of a consistent rivalry against Leicester. Because sports are always good when you got hatred towards teams. It's always fun when there's rivalry. So I got Nottingham Forest as my third and final team. So I got Nottingham Forest. I got Leeds. And I got AFC Bournemouth heading back to the championship league. Okay, Jar, who's 17th? And who's that team that just squeaks by and avoids 
that dreaded going back to the championship. Who's at 17 for you? So I have them kind of repeating the squeak by this year again. I have leads. They also finished last year in 17. Uh, they they struggled with injury last year, and I think that's they just don't have much depth on the team. And I, I really like one of their uh, transfers, uh, Luis Sinistera uh, from Feyenoord, uh, the Ligun. Um, he put up 12 goals and seven assists uh, last year for them. And he, uh, he's only 23 years old. So I think this is a, a good piece to have, especially for their attack. And like you said, Brendan Aronson from Salzburg. And I, I really like Tyler Adams, the American from Leipzig. He's a 22-year-old uh, defensive midi. I think they're getting young talent on this team. And I, I think they're building kind of a, a core here. Um, like you said, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they do really struggle this year, but I, I, I think they're going to avoid relegation. And that's also because they're primarily experienced other than, uh, over the championship teams. That's why I kind of gave them the benefit of the doubt. Um, but yeah, so I got leads at 17. I think they're just going to squeak by again this year, and then they're going to really have to make some moves. So if they want to go higher up in the prem, obviously 17th isn't anything new lose your yeah. mind about it. you're 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 happy because you didn't get relegated but it's not like you got some issues still so for me at 17 and finally because Fulham has been that type of team that has gone back and forth back and forth and man if you're a fan of that team you get a little taste of the prem and then we're back and then we win the championship and then we're back and then just going back and forth this is the year they stay they're 17th they barely stay they squeak ahead of Nottingham Forest bringing in Andreas Pereira from Man U uh, Hoyo Polina from Sporting CP for 17 million, and their key player Alexander Mitrovic, like Jared mentioned. And I don't want to repeat everything Jared said, I know he had Fulham at 19. And I think this is the year. I think Fulham one was the number one team in the championship league, so they were the best team coming up. And two, they'd have experience in the Prem, unlike Nottingham Forest. Like, what was the stat? 19, it was a long time ago. Nottingham Forest has made the Prem, I don't, I don't know, yeah. It was, it, was, it was before we were born. We were both, he, Jared was born in 2000, born in 2001. So it was before the 2000s since the last time they made the Prem. So that example, and I think AFC Bournemouth is just not the team. So I think Fulham is the one championship team that stays. I think, I don't know, there's just something about Fulham. I think I feel bad for their fans because like it must be tough going back and forth and back and, yeah, forth, I know. And back and forth. Like it just must drive them nuts. They you- stay. How many goals do you think uh, Mitrovic could put up this year in the Prem? What was I don't have his stats in front of him. What did he put up last year? He put up 43. Um, he set a record in the Championship League. And Championship, okay, 43. But the, but the year before when they were in the Prem, he put up three goals. Okay. He's so very, I, he never has well, split in the Prem. That's, so that's obviously that's, that's what I wrote. like the big question. I got that in bold. Key player, Alexander Mitrovic. Yeah. Exactly. I think maybe let's, let's go. Let's go 13. Okay, let's, let's go 13. Let's go 13 goals. Obviously, I don't think he's going to score 43 in the prime. Well, that, <laughs> yeah. that, would be, that would be something. And no probably some good odds on him to win. It's probably, you probably get some favorable odds if you want to bet on him to become the golden boot yeah. in uh, the prime. I don't know if he's going to win it, but nice nah, 13 or 14. Three, they're back down. Like, I think obviously, like 43 to three, mm-hmm. where then who's replicating that goal scoring? Like, yeah. who's making up for those 40 goals? Exactly. Yeah. So, and that's fault them in the past. I think he doesn't get 43 and he doesn't get 30, like 13, 14, 15. And I think he squeaks by. But like Jared, he has 25 goals. Like he pops. 
That's yeah, that's amazing. Mahomes a top fifteen team, so yeah. he's a huge factor. But I still have him at seventeen, and I think Fulham squeaks by. Jer at sixteen. Who do you have staying? Not staying the prem, but who do you got at sixteen? So at sixteen, I have the same team who uh, landed at sixteen last year, and that's Everton. Um, I just like like Leeds. I mean, no, like Southampton. I just don't really. They don't have many like pure scores. They have Calvert Lewin. I mean, he was hurt a lot last year, so I'll give him the nod on that. But he only put up five goals. I think he probably only played like I don't know around twenty games. Maybe that's a little too high. He's twenty four. He's young. He's good. But besides him, I'm not liking the whole roster itself. I mean, Jordan Pickford at goals is good. And, like, they lost Rich Arlson uh, to Tottenham, which is a huge loss, in my opinion. Uh, That's someone who can pair with Calvert-Lewin and score those goals. And, I I mean, I'm looking at their their transfers. They got James Tarkowski from Burnley uh, and Jean-Philippe Gabamon. Uh, <laughs> defensive mid. Um, they got him back. Uh, it was the end of his loan. Uh, but like, it's not like they were spending money this year, um, this uh, off season. And you know, I don't think they really improved. If anything, they got maybe worse. But they'll have Calvert Lewin for like the whole year. It's not off season for soccer. It's the summer transfer notch. Summer transfer. My bad. Uh yeah, Everton's a fine pick at 16. I have them coming up in a couple of picks. Uh, Brentford, for me, is at 16. They finished 13th last year. And, like, we, we talked off air, Jar. What was it, like, 11 through 17? It's like a crapshoot. Like, they're separated by six or seven points. So, it's really, like, honestly, I think you could flip a freaking coin for every team, and then you would be fine. It's the same. You know what I mean? Like, it's that competitive, which is a good thing. But they lose Christian Erickson, who's – one of their one of their best players to Manu. I know he was injured for some of the year, but he's a veteran presence. They still have Ivan Tony. He's their best overall player. They brought in Aaron Hickey from Bongana. They also brought in Keen Lewis Potter from Hull City. Um, but losing Christian Erickson, not being consistent enough last year, me them not showing enough for me last year. I know they finished thirteenth, but it was a weird thirteen. Like they struggled towards the end of the year. They were. Last five games, they're a little, they're two losses, two wins, and a tie. So they were okay. But they finished 13 and 18 with seven draws. So, and their goal differential was negative eight. So they what they had, and they had a worse goal differential than Ashton Villa, who finished behind them. I just think one, they lose Christian Erickson, who's one of their best scorers and who's proven that he can score. Man, you obviously wanted him and uh, prioritized him because. They went after him. And I think Ivan Tony has a lot, a lot of a lot of pressure on Ivan Tony because he's one he's a flashy player. I loved watching him last year. Every time like he takes his shirt off, he does all that fun soccer stuff and he's something. But they finished 13th, they're back to 16th, in my opinion. They they're just there's not nothing pops when I look at Brentford's roster. There's nothing like that, like is crazy. Look, they could finish 13th or 14th, but it's not a huge step down from 16. Like there's not a huge difference in my opinion. So yeah. Brentford at 16. I just think I just think that's 16 for them. I think they brought in Keen Lewis Potter. He could be their striker. He's one of their best score, scorers, and he fought, uh, kind of flies right into the lineup. Aaron Hickey flies right into the lineup uh, on the defensive side of the ball. But that's two newcomers that are going to play legit, legit uh, minutes in, in the prem. So I think it's a little bit of a transition period for them, and I just don't think they're talented enough 
from top to bottom to mm-hmm. contend in the, or to contend in the prem. So I got 16th. I got Brentford. Jer, 15th. Who do you got? I got our uh, arrivals, Nottingham Forest. I have that's, a, going, that's a bold pick. I have, I, it, it is bold. I'm very high on Nottingham. I think they they could make a not a run, but they can you know really prove everyone wrong. Yeah. I think they they got a bunch of new players. They spent some money this uh, summer transfer period. Nice, oh, you got it. <laughs> and you know, I think they're really trying to stay in this Premier League. I love Brennan Johnson. I think he was the guy who was killing us when me and Pete watched their first Leicester game. Um, oh yeah, he was the one scoring the goal. He put up 16 goals, 10 assists. He's only 20 years old. I get that's the Championship League. He's got a lot to prove if he wants to stay in the Prem. But I, I think he's got great talent. Yeah. And then you look at who they're bringing in. They got uh, Omar Richards from Bayern Munich, left back. Um, I, I'm high on this guy. I think this guy's going to be really good. He's only 23, uh, and he obviously played for Bayern. Um, and then Dean Henderson, the goalkeeper from Man U. Yeah, I mean, he's he's young. He's, uh, I think, 25. I think this is, they just lost their starter, Bryce Samba. So I think this is a good replacement for that. And then, you know, they really emphasize the defense. They got Nico Williams from Liverpool who played for Fulham last year. They got Musa Niakari and Julian Biancon. Um, so they really emphasizing that defense. And uh, like you mentioned, Jesse Lingard, he, he wasn't great at Man U, to be honest. But he's but, a name. He's a name. Yeah, he's a name. And he was at Man U. I mean, I think he could maybe, you know, restart his, not restart his career, but kind of like rebrand his name at Nottingham. Uh, I, I I do like this team a lot. I think they have the potential. They're young. They could, they have veterans though. That's so there's like a good, you know, mix. I have the, they have the chance to like surprise everyone this year. Uh, I, I think they might do it. Uh, I, the fans are hungry for it. I think they could maybe, you know, make a run for, you know, 15th. Yeah. I had them obviously not making it or, Finishing at 18, or no, what happened? Finish 18? Yeah, 18, 18. 18. 18. I went back to my notes. At 15 for me, I got Everton. They were one like dancing with the chance of relegation. Yeah. They finished 16th, only four points ahead of Burnley, who got relegated, only one point ahead of Leeds. They ended the year two losses, two wins, and a draw. So they weren't anything special with a goal differential of negative 23. Burnley had a better goal differential than Everton last year. So that is something to say. They lose Rich Allison to Tottenham. When I write down that your most important or your key player, like your best player, like is your goalie, that doesn't sound great for me. Like Everton's a big name on all that stuff. I know you mentioned Calvert-Lewin, but he was injured last year. Ali, he was, uh, where did he come from? I knew PSG, not PSG. He was, he was a big signing. Are you doing a little Google search for me? Ali? Yeah, A-L-L-I. I have no clue. Yeah, never mind. It doesn't really matter what I'm saying. But he's obviously got a factor. And why do why do I can't figure this guy? Man, Everton, Delhi Ali. He was from. He showed up from, and I'm just I know I'm going off a thing. He was from Tottenham for 2015 to 2022. So he he's a legit player, and he's in the midfield, uh, or yeah, attacking midfield. So midfield. And I think losing Rich Allison to Tottenham, and when I watched him play, like he pissed me the hell off. Like he was so annoying. To play against he Tottenham signed him for 50 mil. Um, obviously, that's gonna factor in. They and like it wasn't like Everton was anything special last year, and then they lose their best player, right? So they were they were very bad last year, 
in the sense, and then they lose their best player. I think it's kind of simple. I don't see Everton being anything special this year. I got Everton finishing at 15th. Look, they're cool. They're obviously a prominent club. It's better than their eight. What did they finish last? 16th. No, it's not really that much better. Their 16th uh, finish last year, but they should be improved a tad maybe, but like Rich Allison losing them just doesn't really move the needle for them, for me or for them, in my opinion. So at 15, I got Everton. Jared, what do you got at 14? Yeah, so at, at 14, I got uh, Brentford, and I kind of agree on basically like everything you said. Yeah. Uh, I'm big on I, – I like Keen Lewis Potter a lot. I think he has a lot of potential. Uh, he scored 12 goals for uh, – whole city he's only 20 years old so maybe he doesn't perform this year but you know he still has room to grow and then i like aaron higgy from uh, bologna he's 20 years old as well so they're starting to go young in their transfers then they got a guy like ben me who brings experience he's 31 um he and then like you said they lost christian erickson which is a huge uh, loss for a club like brentford but i think that you know the bringing in of keen lewis potter you know, helps with that, uh, kind of like puts a band-aid over for a little bit. Um, and Yvonne Tony, hopefully he has a big year this year. Um, they're going to need him to score a lot of goals if they want to stay competitive. But like you said, I don't think they got much better, uh, but I don't think they got a ton worse. I mean, they made up for the Christian Erickson loss, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, I, they finished 13th last year. I got him 14th this year. Yeah, we kind of almost a little bit agree. I got to come obviously a couple spots back at uh, 16. For me at 14, where the first time I think we really, really disagree. I mean, maybe the Nottingham Forest one. I got Southampton at 14th. Look, I know, like you said, they started great last year, and then they ended the last five games with four losses and a draw. But they finished with 40 points. They, they finished a little better. We may be thinking about them a little differently. They could be maybe 12th, 11th, and you might have a different persona about them. They still have James Ward-Prowse in the midfield. He's their best player. Um, I'm going to get his name wrong. Ilanusu. He starts with me. I'm, I just butchered, butchered the head. His name. He's in the attack in midfield. He's a very key player. He's very talented. They brought in Gavin Bazzuni from Man City. They also brought in Romeo Lavia from Man City. Both obviously weren't key pieces by Man City, but Man City obviously produces a ton of talent. They just don't have enough guys that can get into the rotation because there's too many guys that are just too talented. I like Southampton last year. They started on fire last year. And I think that's more of the Southampton that we'll see this year. Maybe not as good, but I don't think they'll be as bad as the end of the year last year. I think it's going to be a combination of, of a middle of the both of both of hot start, bad end of the year of a combination that finishes them at 14th. I really like uh, James Ward Prowse. And I feel like the one thing, if you're Southampton, you're probably afraid you're going to lose him because, like, obviously a lot of teams covered him. He's super talented. He's still on the younger side. Um, and, yeah, and I think Adams in the striker and attacking. And I think Southampton's can be very good this year. I think they're going to be a solid team. And I think how they started last year maybe shows a little more who they really are than how they ended. But, obviously, the concern with you with the last five games can't really make you feel super good about Southampton. That's why I don't have them higher than 14. So at 14, I got Southampton finishing just in the top 15. Jer, who do you got at 13? So at 13, I have a team that a lot of people are high on this year. Um, that's Crystal Palace. Mm. I finished uh, at 12 last year. And, you know, they, they've been spending money this offseason. They have players like Wilfred Zaha, who – He's got 14 goals last year, and they brought in uh, 
Chi Decor, uh, defensive mini from uh, Lens, uh, the League One team, League Un. Uh, he's 22. He's got a high potential. I believe they also brought in uh, Chris Richards uh, from Bayern. And they, they, you know, they've been spending money this offseason. Um, to me, they lost a key piece, Connor Gallagher. Uh, he was on loan from Chelsea, I believe. Uh, I think Chelsea transferred him. Uh, and they got, and they lost Jaroslo Jacques. Um, but I think Connor Gallagher is a big loss for them. I mean, I didn't see anyone that jumped off the board for me that they, you know, received. And I, I do know a lot of people are high on them. I just don't see them going, you know, higher than 12th or 13th. Um, I know I put them at 13th. Uh, they're not really like jumping off the board for me. Yeah, I, I got them in a couple spots or two. But at 13 for me, and I think if they finish 13th, with the amount of talent, in my opinion, that they have will be a disappointment. That's Ashton Villa at 13. I think... One, they underperformed last year. They finished 14th with a negative two goal differential and only 45 points. But this team has some talented players. They bring in Diego Carlos from Sevilla for $26 million. They have Philip Coutinho, who was really good at Barcelona, and they, they, have, they had him last year. They also have Ali Watkins. They have uh, Ramsey in the midfield, Mings, and the defense. He's a big defender. This team should be way better, but... They have underperformed countless times. Um, they actually underperformed. This team is much talented. Like you're talking about Mings, you're talking about Diego Carlos, Ramsey, Ali Watkins, Philip Coutinho. This team should be borderline a top 10 team, and they just haven't put it all together. And once again, I don't think they put it all together. I think there's too much competition, one in front of them. And there's nothing that has shown me from watching them and what they finished last year and that they can come together. And look, I think if Ashton Villa finishes 13th, and that's where I have him finishing, would be a major disappointment because of the fact of all the guys that is like four or five or six guys. You look at the starting lineup, you're like, damn, these are very talented players. This team should be better than 13th. Once again, I don't think it all comes together. I do like Philip Catino. I think he's very good. I like Ali Watkins in the attack. Mings is a big defender, and he's tough to go against, obviously, on crosses and all that fun stuff. But I think Ashton Villa at 13th, one disappointment year, and I think this could be a disappointing year for Ashton Villa. So I get them finishing at 13 in the Prem. Jared, what do you got at 12? Yeah, so at 12, I have the Wolves, Wolverhampton Wanderers. Nice. Uh, I think this is just like a solid team. Um, they're, they're not, you know, flashy. They're not – I don't see them as a team that's, you know, potential top six in the league, but I also don't see them as a team that's going to – you know, flunder and, you know, go bottom pack. Uh, I think 12 is a perfect spot for them between 12 and 10. Uh, they finished 10th last year. You know, they got players like Ruben Neves, Raul Jimenez. Um, and, you know, they're, they're keeping the he Chan Wong, uh, who played on loan last year from, he's from Leipzig. You know, he played well. He scored five goals for them. He's 26. Uh, and they're bringing in Nathan Collins. I feel like Burnley's just dishing out players. Every team, I feel like, yeah, got a yeah. player from Burnley. Oh, yeah, they're rebooting. They're <laughs> yeah. rebooting. So Nathan Collins, he's 21, uh, center back, 21 years old. I think he's good. And they also got Adam Treor, a right winger from Barcelona. I mean, he was playing at Barcelona. Uh, he's back from loan. I think this is like a solid team. I don't see them. They're not very deep, and I don't think they solved that problem this year. Um, so, you know, hopefully no injuries happen. But I think this is like a solid team. You don't want 
they're not easy to play uh, in the Prem. And, you know, they're not an easy win. Uh, if you get a tie, that's good, I feel like. They're just like a solid core team. And I think 12th, you know, fits them. To not be repetitive and all that stuff, I have Crystal Palace at 12, you had at 13. I don't want to, like, go too much, but I do really like Wilfred Zaha in the attack. Like, he's my key player. And I think, look, I think Crystal Palace is a very solid team. They were very good last year. They were very, I think, better than people thought than they were supposed oh, yeah, to. yeah, definitely. Crystal Palace, they finished 12th last year. I got them finishing 12th again. They had a plus-four goal differential, and they were at 48 points. When you four points behind Leicester in eighth place. So they were right. They're knocking to the doorsteps of top 10. I think they finished 12th again. I don't want to just go crazy on a repeative. So I got crystal palace at 12, just for the one of the time's sake. Cause I don't, we don't make sure you guys enjoy the episode, but we also, I don't want to repeat stuff. So Jared, what do you got at 11? So at 11, I have a Brighton who yep. finished the season ninth last year. Hey, you, know, hey, you, read, you read my stats. That's what I got Brighton at 11 as well. You got them too. Yeah. So I feel like 11th is just a great spot to put them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they, they lost big loss was Yves Basuma, uh, center mid who went to Tottenham. I high on that guy, but we'll get to that later. And, you know, they brought in a guy like Julio and Cisco who could score goals. You know, he had 11 goals for a Libertad uh, and he's only 18 years old or 19 now, maybe. So he's really young. Uh, they didn't, you know, no one jumped off the charts. I don't know about you, Pete, but like that no. they brought in. No, uh, well, yeah, you said like Julio and Cisco. I wrote down. I got C- Simon and Jagura from yeah. Nordzoland. That's uh, what I got at six point nine million. Look, they're a solid team. They finished ninth. That might be a little high for them last year. Maybe ninth. I think that might have been a tad. Have been a little high. fluke. Yeah, so I got them at eleven. I don't really see them. Look, they had, and they also had a negative two goal differential. So yeah. the, the nine could be a little a little premature. And they also finished the year very strong. They had three wins and two draws at the end of the year. So they benefited from a good end of the year. Maybe where some teams are not fully competing at that point. I think Brighton at 11 is a fair point. And I'm going to agree with you. I don't think there's anything that like pops off the board where we see them as like a top 10 team. But nothing pops not off the board where we see them as a below 15. They're solid. Yeah. Well put together team. They didn't add anybody crazy. They did lose Yevis Busumos from t- to Tottenham, so that could I think maybe factors in the drop from nine to eleven. And that point differential negative two wasn't great, so you you could see a complete drop off there. So you yeah. know what? We'll 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 stick with me for ten. We'll stick with me for ten. So I got ten. I got Wolverhampton Wanderers. I got the Wolves, and they finished last year at ten, but they had a negative five goal differential. So that could be a little premature, but I like them at 10. They brought in Nathan Collins from Burnley. Like you said, people are just – Burnley is just shipping people out. One, makes sense. Nobody wants to play in the championship. Like Obviously, if you have a chance to play in the Prem, you're going to want to play in the Prem. But, like, they're a talented team. Like, Ruben Neves is my key player. Martino, uh, Raul Neto, and Jimenez in the attack. Like, this team is solid. They have, they're a very good team, and they've given teams trouble. Like, they're not a cakewalk. But they're not going to dominate teams. Like they're literally ten is the middle of the pack. They're a middle of the pack team. They have a couple of good players like Ruben Neves, Nato Jimenez that kind of pop off the board in my opinion. I think they're, and they also didn't lose anybody like crazy. Like the big, they lost a couple of guys in the free uh, market, but they also lost Ruben Vengera to Sporting CP for eight point five million. Um, but nothing like Everton losing Richarlison or Calvin Phillips leaving Leeds, all that fun stuff. Nothing like that. They're the same exact team with addition to Nathan Collins. I think they sit at 10. 
I really like Ruben Neves in the midfield. I think he's a very, he solidifies that midfield for them. And they do have a good attack with Neto and Jimenez. So I think Wolves, once again, will give people trouble. They'll be a very competitive team. Obviously, there won't be a cakewalk. And you know what? They could totally finish eighth or ninth. Like, I don't see that's not a crazy alternative for them. Oh, yeah. I definitely agree with that. But I think the Wolves at 10, they're a very solid, well put together team. And I think they're going to be a 10. Jared, what do you got at 10? So at 10, you know, this is, you know, I make it a little, you know, so I feel like for 10 through like eight, um, 10 through eight, I'd say, or, you know, I feel like you could flip or flop. This is like a weird area to start picking, but you know, I'm going West Ham here. You know, Ooh, they, finished, yeah, I like they, I like they finished last season at seven. I'm not saying they got worse this year, um, but I'm also not saying they, they, they didn't really make moves that improved the club a bunch. And I feel like the teams that I have above, you know, made moves yeah. that kind of pit them over the edge. And that's why I chose them. You know, West Ham's a good team. I have to say that Declan Rice really high potential. Uh, he's really good. But he's uh, also been over. he's also been talked about leaving and like potentially yeah. to leave. So you have that hanging over them as well. You got that hanging. Who knows in January? Uh, then you have Mike, Mike Antonio, good player. He's thirty one though. I don't see him. He had twelve goals and ten assists this year. I don't see him repeating that. Uh, and then Jared Bowen, twelve goals and ten assists. Also, he's younger. I think like that's where he takes the role from Antonio. Uh, but, you know, they got Nayef Ogur, uh, center back from Rennes, Rene Rennes. Um, and, you know, Flynn Downs, who's okay. He's 23. He scored one goal last year for Swansea. Yeah. Uh, like, just nothing jumps off the board for me here. I I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they got all the way to eighth again. Not all the way, but eighth uh, this year. But, you know, I have them at 10th. I, I like the teams I have over them. Yeah, so West Ham finished seventh last year, so they qualified for the Europa Conference for this year. Uh, you have them at 10, I got them at nine. So we're really oh, okay. kind of agreeing. We see a little bit of a drop-off for West Ham. Like I like I like Jared Bowen. I think he's a very good midfielder. Declan Rice is their best player, and it's not close. But yeah. there's always been talk about Declan Rice, obviously maybe moving up to, I don't know, like, like some Man City menu, all those type of teams, uh, that potential. And that it's going to linger over them. Um, they did bring in, bring in Gianluco Scamacca from Sassuolo for $35 million uh, euros. And that could be an addition, but I think the competitiveness at the top of once you get past, when you get to Wolves and above, I think the competitiveness in the Prem is unreal. I, agree. I see a tad drop off just because it's the same roster, but there's not a lot of additions to the roster, like you said. So, at nine, I got West Ham. I think they're a very solid team. The biggest thing is Declan Rice, especially if Declan Rice leaves in the the winter, the winter transfer window, because that could be a total option for Declan Rice. Then that team takes a, a legit hit. So West Ham's gonna be good once again, but I got him finish at nine. You got him finish at ten. Jared, who do you got at nine? So at nine, uh, I, I got Newcastle. They finished eleventh last year. Uh, and I, you know, one of the signings I really love is Sven Botman, uh, the defender from Lille. They got him for like around 41 mil. I might be wrong. Um, but he's going to be really good. He's 32 only 20, million. 32 million, 32. Uh, he's only 22 years old. I like this guy a lot. I think they got a lot of good you know, additions. They spent money this year. Um, I, I, I see them taking the step over West Ham and yeah. So I got them at nine. I got Newcastle at eight. Eight, okay. So we Jared has Newcastle at nine. I got West Ham at nine. At eight, I got Newcastle. Like they brought in 
like you said, uh, Botman from Lil. They also brought in Nick Pope from Burnley. Nick Pope, yeah, yeah. They have uh, Trippier in the defense. They have St. Maximum, who's a fascinating player to watch. He's an exciting player to watch. And they had such a good second half because they brought so many players in in that winter window, but they were just too far back to start the year. They were pushing relegation mm-hmm. at a point of the year, but they skyrocketed in the second half. Jerry, they finished 11th with a negative 18 goal differential. That shows you how bad they were. Yeah. Or the uh, the winter window. I feel like and their defense was a addition. So I think we also see more of the second window. I think a lot of people are hype on Newcastle. I got Newcastle today. I think they're a fascinating team. They're super expensive now. Yeah. This team's expensive. So this team's expected to perform. So that eight, they just missed the Europa Conference League. Jared, who do you got at eight? So at eight, I got a team that you are not huge on. Well, you you were not big on them, but Aston Villa. I mean, you said. Like you were right. If they come at whatever I whatever you said they were, I think I them at 13. 30, but you even said if they come at 13, it's very like this. Oh, very, disappointing. It's disappointing. yeah. The roster's too good for, to finish 13th. Yeah, so, I mean they finished last year at 14. I think they think they take a big jump this year. Like you said, you mentioned Diego Carlos from Sevilla, the center back, Philip Cortino, who they I think officially signed, I think last uh yeah, uh, transfer window, and then I, I'm big on Bubakar Bubakar Kamara, the defensive mid. Uh, they got him. I think he's tw- he's 23. I think he could really, you know, become something at Aston Villa. And then I, I'm big on Jacob Jacob Ramsey. I remember we were watching the game one time. And you were like, "Who the hell is that guy?" Like he's good. And that was Jacob Ramsey. We were watching. I think the Aston Villa game. He's 20 years old. I hopefully he takes the next step this year. Uh, but I think you know. They got good additions this year. They only lost like Matt Target. Well, I'm not really huge on, uh, to be honest. But you know, they got good additions this year. They they had some young players who hopefully could take that next step and blend it all together. I think they could have a really good year this year. I, I mean, they might you know underperform and you know fall the 13th. I wouldn't be 100 surprised. But I, I have high hopes for them this year. I think they got them at eight. So Jared's Ashton Villa at eight and I have Newcastle today, both missing the Europa Conference League. So these are the seven teams that are going to qualify for European football the following season. I got a seven. I got, man, and we'll, we'll try to be fast here. We don't want to keep dragging this on for you guys and appreciate everyone that's tuning in. Drop a comment, tr- claim your team, who do you got winning the prime and all that fun stuff. At seven, I got Man U. I got I man U. the same thing. You got Man U. Yeah. Dropping from six to seven. Jared, one, they bring in a whole new coach, right? Eric Tang. Or mm-hmm. Ten Hag, I think I got the name right. That's a whole new system, right? You have the huge thing with Ronaldo. Yeah, playing that's a huge speculation over them. They they lose Paul Pogba, they lose Jesse Lingard, um, Dean Henderson, yeah, Andres Pereira to Fulham. They bring in Luisito Martinez from AX for forty six million dollars. That's where their coaches came from. So that's a huge addition. They also bring in Christian Erickson from Brentford. There's just this is a this is a rebuilding menu right now. It also depends what happens with um Christian uh Cristiano Ronaldo. And I also don't trust Harry Maguire in the defense. Like this roster is not as good as it used to be. And I think Marcus Rashford has been a tad overrated this past year. So is Jaden Sancho. Just mm-hmm. they they've been a tad overrated. I got Manu at seven. Jared, quick thoughts. Why do you think Manu at seven? And they qual I mean they would qualify for the Europa Conference League. And like you said, who knows what's going to happen with Ronaldo this year? And, you know, let's take Ronaldo out of the equation. 
Now that's 18 goals off the board for you. You know, you got to, someone's got to, you know, step up and take care of that 18 that's off the board. And, you know, he, I have a feeling he'll probably will play maybe. Um, yeah, probably. I, I think man use always going to be, you know, ranked a little higher for some people because they're man U. Mm-hmm. but if you really break down this roster, you know, not, this is not like a man city, you know, this is, this is, it's the a rebuild. Roster is not it's as rebuild. great as you would think. It's a rebuild. Yeah. And just because they're named Man U doesn't mean they should be in the, automatically in the top five or so. Agreed. So, yeah, I, I agree with you at seven. Um, last season, they were six. I think they're going to – they got worse this year. Um, so, yeah, I totally agree with you there. Okay, Jared. For time constraints, and we don't want to obviously just keep going for it. So, who do you have the two teams who are finishing five and six? So, seven obviously qualifies for Europa Conference League. Who do you have the two teams qualifying for Europa League? So who are the two teams at five and six? And give me one why you like one team at five or six. Who are the two teams at five and six you got qualifying for the Europa League? I got uh, Leicester City at six. Okay, I I got Arsenal at five. And I agree. Yeah, I, I'm big on Leicester this year. I mean, obviously, you, you can see. But, uh, you know, they're not in any European football this year. Uh they don't really have any players playing internationally. That means they can all their players are gonna be rested and focused on you know the this Premier League. And you know, there's questions with Yuri Tielman's. I mean, he's bound to go, who knows when. Yeah. Now with Schmeichel, Schmeichel's not gonna be here anymore once we find a replacement. So I mean, there are questions with the you know the roster in that way, but Jamie Vardy's gonna score 10 plus goals. It's automatically James Madison. 24 really well you love them i love it we just got a good young core harvey barnes and wesley fofana i think is one of the best defenders in the prem and i'll stand by that um so yeah i think lester at six and then arsenal got obviously gabriel jesus big signing i don't think he's gonna be everything everyone hopes so um but yeah what do you think about arsenal or lester yeah, like for first quickly for Leicester, like I love their starting lineup. I love Ricardo Pereira for Fana. I'm a huge, like you said, James Madison. I love Harvey Barnes. I think he's so so underrated. You love him. You I love him. I think he's so underrated. The one thing might keep Leicester from maybe not moving or maybe finishing seven, eighth, or ninth is the lack of depth on their roster. Yeah. There's a couple key positions defensively. Oh, and, and the corner kicks. Yeah, the corner kicks. If we keep up, uh, don't even get me started with that. And look, and the biggest thing right now is the goalkeeping situation. We're a week and a half outside of the season. We don't have our goalkeeper, most yeah, likely. Yeah. It's all reports, obviously, with the Schmeichel thing. Like, it's not official. Like, you never know. Yeah. It could always change. We never, we'll, obviously, stuff will change. But at this point, that's up in the air. The depth at the center back position is kind of sketchy. The depth, depth at the uh, midfield position is very sketchy. Um, the Tielemann situation is kind of looming large. So Leicester at six would be, a, I think we would both sign up right now. If Leicester I'd, I'd be happy with it. I could see them going further, though. And that's just me as a fan saying it. I, but if somebody told me, say, Peter, Leicester at six, I'd be like, okay, that's your comp, that's yeah. Europa League next year, and that's a step up for me, and you're back in your European football. You keep going. Five with Arsenal. I like Gabriel Jesus. Uh, Kieran and Tierney is a good – he's very good. William Saliba, Martin Odegaard, they're very good. They're just not good enough to get into the Champions League once again. I think they're, I, like, I think Gabriel has just put him closer, but he doesn't put him over the top. I think Arsenal. I think uh, I think what puts him over the top, depending on Saka's year. I mean, he had 11 goals and seven yes. assists this year. He's 20 years old. Yes. If he could take that next step to star level, I think they have a good shot. But I, mean, I completely agree. 
So JR for let's try to make this interesting. So we got four, three, two, and one. We got the fourteen, and we all have the same four teams. We don't know what order. Uh, Chelsea, Liverpool, Man City, Tottenham. So whatever order you have, Jared, give me four, three, two, and one, and then explain your winner. All right. So at four, I have Chelsea. Um, Three, Liverpool. Two, Tottenham, which could be a surprise. Yeah. And then one, Man City. Um, You're so boring. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, Man City, you're pairing up Erling Holland with Kevin De Bruyne. I think that's Sefford insane duo uh you also add calvin phillips i mean you lost raheem sterling you lost gabriel zeus and zinchenko but i mean look at the roster i mean they make up for that with one signing in erling holland you know and Dude, calvin sco- phillips too and the calvin phillips but you know erling holland scored 22 goals in i think like 24 games at 22 years old i mean an eight assists i mean that guy's a monster um i will say i want to say for tottenham i think richarlson uh, Son and Harry Kane might. I was just boasting about Holland, but I think those three might be the best attack uh, in the Prem, depending if they they might take Richarlison off the bench. Um, but if those three are on the field at the same time, I think that's the most the best attack in the Prem. Uh, that's why I'm really high on Tottenham this year, and I'm high on Yves Basuma, uh, the center mid, uh, center defense mid from Brighton. Uh, I, I think this kid's going to be really good. And I think Tottenham got a really good young piece out of him for their defense. So I think Tottenham's going to be really scary this year. I like Tottenham a lot. So my four, three, and two, and I got Tottenham at four. So again, I'm finishing backing in four. I like Richarlison. I think it's a good addition. I think the three teams ahead of them are better. I got Liverpool at three. So we both agree with Liverpool at three. I have Chelsea at two, and then I'm boring as well. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to pull something. No, no, I'm boring as well. I got Man City at one. I mean, I'll quickly on Chelsea because I don't like – look, Man City, bring in Holland. You're bringing in Callum Phillips. Holland's one of the best attackers in the world, and he's 20-21. Yeah. He's incredible. Man City didn't even need him. That's how good Man City is. So then they add him. They lose Raheem Sterling. They lose Gabriel Jesus. I would rather lose Raheem Sterling and Gabriel Jesus. They're very good players and get Calvin Phillips and Holland. Yeah, especially pairing up with the Bruyner, I think. Yeah, like this, they're incredible. If they don't win the Prem, it's a disappointment. Liverpool at three, I think people would be very pissed off if you're a Liverpool fan. Oh, yeah. OC at two, I think the Raheem Sterling signing is very intriguing intriguing for Chelsea. I think Romelu Lukaku just didn't fit. And I think that was just lingering long, long, large the whole year. And they finished third in the Prem last year for Chelsea. I think not because Lukaku was a bad player, he just didn't fit. Like it just wasn't a, it wasn't a match made in heaven. They get Lukaku out. They still have Jorginho. They still have Conte, Christian Pulisic, um, Kai Havertz. This team is very, Mason very – Mason Mount. Um, they did a lot of Rigo. They lost Rodrigo to uh, – no, Rodrigo. Rod, Rodrigo to Real Madrid. I butchered his name. <laughs> completely butchered his name. And um, They have a great goalie in Mendy. I like Chelsea at two to take a step up, and I think – Chelsea at two, but Man City at one. So I got Tottenham at four. I got Liverpool at three. I got Chelsea at two. What do you What do you think of the uh, Man City winning the Prem again? What do you think of the Darwin Nunez for Liverpool? Quickly, that's that's something. I think Darwin gives them one another attack. Like, but we both. I just gives I think that was attack. a great makeup for the Sadio Mane loss. I mean, yeah, that's awesome. Sadio Mane. Obviously, they missed that on Holland and. uh yeah, I don't know how close they were, but obviously they were probably up there. But I think Darling and Nunes is just damn good. He yeah. was a very, it was a very good signing. And finishing third on the prem is nothing, 
to lose your mind about. So yeah, Tottenham at four, Liverpool at three, Chelsea at two, and Man City at one. Jared, repeat your top four for our viewers and listeners. Yeah. So I got uh, Chelsea at four, Liverpool at three. Me and Pete both agree on that. Uh, I'm high on Tottenham this year. I got him at two. And then Man City with the Holland signing and pairing him with Kevin De Bruyne, I think they're going to win the Prem at number one. Guys, I hope you guys all enjoyed the episode. This will come out sometime. You'll see this very soon, obviously, right before the Prem. Follow us always on social media. But comment down below who you guys got winning the Prem or comment down below who's your team. Do whatever you want. I don't care. I love your comments. We'll appreciate it. We'll respond to all the comments. I know it was a little bit of a long episode, but appreciate you guys either listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or watching us on YouTube. Road to 2K continues. But, Jer, down in the description, where can everyone follow us on social media, dude? Uh, follow us on. Oh, it's going. Nice going, dude. Nice going. Oh, my God, guys. This is, you can't have nice things around here. You, 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 why you mute your mic? Uh, so, please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Talking Sports PD. Uh, and please, if you're watching this, subscribe. Hope you like the soccer. We'll, we'll be posting more soccer or football, depending. I don't want to get hated for that one. Uh, but we'll be posting more content of football or soccer. I don't um, you know, in the coming coming months. And of course, go Foxes. Yeah, guys, go Foxes. Spotify and Apple Podcasts always will also be in the description. I think I forgot to actually add Spotify. No, I think I added Spotify in the last description. So I did add Spotify. Um, like Jared said, Twitter, Instagram, all the fun social media stuff. Stay tuned. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. So every time we post a video, you guys know when it comes out. Put a notification on. Put the bell on so you get an alert. Subscribe to the Apple Podcast and Spotify so you also know when it comes out. But guys, hopefully you guys enjoyed the Prem. Hopefully you guys enjoy this season. We'll be posting NFL content throughout the summer. Look for all our NFL player rankings throughout the month of August leading up to the season. College football is right around the corner, and then we got NBA and MLB playoffs. So this is going to be a jam-packed couple of months with content. So appreciate everyone that's subscribing. Let's get to 2K, guys. But once again, this was the Talking Sports Podcast, hosted by Peter DiBiase and John Rocco trump This was our Premier League preview, and hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Until next time, thank you.